0: Okay. Good morning, everyone. No, Israel. Sir, sir. To everyone for coming. Yeah. No, no, no. In the midst of the Malachis HaMishkan, uh, Mosh Rabbeinu commands uh, Klau Yisrael that upon the arrival of Shabbos they should stop uh, their involvement and bringing things to donate to the Malachas Ha-Mishkon. And the Gemara Meshech the Shabbos derives from that, that Pesuk, The Gemara learns out the Easter of Haitzah that one is not allowed to take from their private Rishush HaYochid, into the Machna HaLeviah, which was a Rishush HaRabim. That's where we derive the general Easter of Haitzah of transferring from one Rishush <coughs> into another Rishush. However... I would like to discuss today, not the formal Easter Midei of Ha'itzah, of carrying from Meshush to into Rabban, but rather a derivative of the Easter HaTzah Midei an Easter HaTzah Midirabanan that was established by Shlomo HaMelech. The Gemara tells us in Meseftus Erevin that Shlomo HaMelech was Mesakin Erevin. And when he was Mesakin Erevin, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, declared the Pasuk, the Basko from shemaim, echoing the Pasuk in uh, Sefer Mishle, Viniim chacham libcha yismach libiga money. A Baruch who approved of that which Shlomo Hamelch had established. What did Shlomo HaMelech established? establish? The Rashi explains that Midiraisa, one is only prohibited from moving an item from Rosh hayachid, a private domain, into Rosh Hashayachid, a public domain. Shlomo Hamelch established as a siog to that Isa that one is not allowed to take an item from Rosh hayachid and bring it even into another private domain, into another Rosh hayachid. And Isa unless you will come. To take something from a Shusayachid into a Rishus Harabim. And that's what uh, I would like to discuss uh, today, this morning, and uh, particularly how that relates uh, with regards to uh, carrying in a hotel and establishing uh, this type of uh, situation and negotiating this type of situation in a hotel. So Shlomo Hamelech was geyser, even though said it's only to carry from a to a Rishus Harabim. Or, as Allah Cholom HaShemisin, I one it's not allowed to carry dawadamas even within the Rishish HaRabbi, even if you haven't changed Rishuyos, Shlomo HaMelech will Aser carrying from one Rishish Ha-Yochid to another Rishus HaYoched. Within each Rishish HaYoched, of course, you're allowed to carry within your own home, or within uh, the other person in his other home, or in within a Chatzar, one is allowed to carry, which is the uh, communal areas. If it's a Rishish Ha-Yochid, one is allowed to carry there. But to transfer Rishuyos from one place to the other, uh, that is Aser. However, the Gemara tells us an Erebin from Chatser to Chatser, within a communal area to communal area, hallway, to stairwell, then it is uh, permitted. That's like one uh, home you're allowed to carry within the Chatseros, but to transfer an item from one Rishush HaYoched into the communal areas, into the chacer, um is also a unless you come to take something from Rishush HaYoched into a Rishush HaRabim. Let's say I take something, though, that I uh, have in my home, what's in my jacket... And Erev Shabbos Bain Hashmashos, it's in my home. So that's considered to be a clea of the home, and I'm allowed to carry it within my home, but not to take it to another say Or if there's something that's Erev Shabbos ben Hashmashos in the Chatzar, in the communal areas. So that's considered to be uh, part of the Chatzar, and you're allowed to carry it, and transport it within the Chatzar, but you're not allowed to take it into your private home. Let's say, though, I put on my coat, which is in my private home, Erev Shabbos ben Hashmashos, Shabbos morning, and I want to walk out into the hallway into the chazza. So if I put it on as a coat, that's my clothing. I'm allowed to transfer clothing from my home into the hallway. But now I want to take off my coat in the hallway. So am I allowed to carry it into, around in the hallway? Or do we uh, say that now that's like a Rosh harabim? And since I took it into an area that I wasn't allowed to bring it into, even though I negotiated that situation, I wore it there with my clothing, but once I'm there, am I allowed to carry it uh, at will around the chutz, or the communal areas of the chutz there? So the Bira and Simon Shinayim Beis, quotes that that's a machlegic the Rambam and Rashi. The Rambam's opinion is that once you carry it, that once you carry it... um, even since you were allowed uh, to bring it, uh, you know, to transfer Rishuyos, even though, I'm sorry, you were allowed to transfer Rishuyos, once you enter into the Chatzar, if you take it off, that will be, like Chazal treated that like a Rishus HaRabim, since you weren't allowed to carry it there, and you're not allowed to walk Dalad Amos within that Rishus HaRabim, holding within that Chatzar, holding onto your coat. But according to Rashi, the Yisr is only transferring Rishuyos. You're not allowed to carry it from your home into the Chatzar. But if you manage to bring it into the Chatzar in a permitted fashion... Like you wore it as a coat, then once you're there, you're allowed to carry it uh, freely within the chutzpah. Because I'll never treated the other rishus hayachid like a rishus harabim. Whereas according to the Rambam, they treated every other secondary rishus hayachid vis-a-vis your rishus like a rishus harabim. Even though you wore it in there, you're not allowed to carry it uh, around in the chutzpah. Okay, but generally speaking, that's the east of the Rabbanan One is not allowed to take something from one rishus hayachid to bring it into a secondary rishus hayachid or into the communal areas. Uh, such as a Chatzar. This uh, Isamidra though the Gemara tells us over here in Erevin, at Salmach from and Mebez, going over to Salmach Bez and Mebeid, only uh, begins to apply if there's two Jews, two Shai living in the in adjacent Rishuyas hayochid, or both have access to the Chatzar. But if you have, uh, let's say I have a private Chatzar, certainly I'm allowed to carry from my home into my uh, walled-in backyard. That's all, uh, I'm the only person who has access, Jesus HaRego, onto that Chatzar. If someone else, another Jew, has access to the Chatzar, then we, uh, the Chatzar is considered to be an attachment, an appendage to each one of our homes, and therefore we prohibit one another from walking into the Chatzar, because it's akin to that I'm taking something from my Rishas Hayachin to walking into your Rishas Hayachin. But if, because you also have access to the Chatzar, to the courtyard, but if I'm the only one who has access to the Chatzar, so then, uh, so then I, I'm allowed to carry freely from my home into that Chatzar. Similarly, the Gemara says, if the only other person who has access to the Chatzar is a Nechri, the says, "Diras nachris behema, and it's not lavshma dira." In this context, their dira is considered to be insignificant. The fact that they have access to the Chatzer is irrelevant, and uh, we would not, I would not be prohibited from taking something from my uh, chutzir into the from my into the uh, into the hallway into the chutzir. The only time it begins to apply is when there's two Jews, and in this context, two Shem Shabbos, uh, who both have access to the hallway. Then we prohibit one another from carrying in there. Once there are two Jews who have access to the Chatzar, so then the Gemara says, now the Nakhri Aser's as well. The fact that he has uh, uh, access to the Chatzar now all of a sudden becomes significant. Why? Because Chazal, uh, Bergezer, Shema Yilma Mimasov. They didn't want us living together with Nakhrim in, uh, in the same building. They wanted Kalal Israel to be living in uh, ghettos, in separated uh, neighborhoods. So therefore, if we do live in a building that has a uh, Nahri, Chazal, uh, even though Dira's, uh, Nachri is Lavshma Dira, but once, uh, there's two Jews there, we didn't, Chazal didn't want us to have, uh, have, uh, you know, that kind of, uh, proximity, proximity with the Nahrim, so they treated their Dira as if it is a Dira, and now his access to the Chazer as well prohibits me from carrying into the Chazer. If there's only one Jew that lives in the building, one Shema Shabbos in the building, says the Gemara, that's a milsadu lo'ishkicha le'gazur be'i That is uncommon because it's dangerous for one Jew to live alone in the building. And therefore, uh, they never included the Nachri within the, uh, since his Dira's, they never included him within this zera of... Uh, and the Arab Khatzer said, I'm not allowed to carry into the Chatzer because the Nachri has access to the Chatzer. But once there's two Jews living in the building, that's a Milsa shkicha and the fact that there are Nachrim there, so uh, Chazal, in order to distance us from moving amongst the Nachrim, so they included the Nachri within the uh within the Yiser, And now uh, I have to negotiate that Nachri as well in terms of uh, trying to permit carrying from my home into the uh into the Chatzar. Also, the only time that this applies is if, the only time that we asser one another from carrying into the Chatzar, is if a person is a permanent resident. Which means, says the Shulchan Aruch in Shin Ai and Siv if he is, uh, lives there for 30 days or longer. But if he's there for less than 30 days, he's considered to be a guest, and he does not prohibit others from carrying into the hallway. At the same time, the Ramah writes, that's only if there is a permanent resident in the building. If there's one permanent resident in the building and then there's lots of temporary residents, so the temporary residents don't prohibit him from carrying, into the, from, carrying from his Rosh Hashanah into the hallway because the fact that they have access to the hallway is only a temporary basis. It's only if they're per, there permanently, meaning they're there more than 30 days, then their access to the hallway labels the hallway as kind of an attachment to their home. And now if I carry from my home into the hallway, so this is what I'm carrying into their home. But if their access to the home is uh, to the hallway, is only less than thirty days, then they don't prohibit me from carrying into the hallway. Uh, we'll get it. We'll get it. That's going to that's be the hotel shrine. Okay. So generally speaking, that's the Issa that Shlomo Hamelach established. Midar Abana, It's only us to carry from Rishus Hayochet into a Rishus Hayrabim. Or for Amos in a Rishus Haravim, but Midra Rabbanon Shlomo HaMelech uh, extended that as a siyag, a, uh, that we shouldn't come to violate Issa Haritzamid Isa That one is not allowed to carry from even from a Rishus Hayochin into another Rishus Hayochin, someone else's Rishus Hayochin, and uh, and um, and if an Achri is present and there's more than two Jews, then he also uh, contributes to that Issa since he has access to the chutzre. However, <coughs> the Gemara says in Mesechta Erevin, that if you establish an Eruv, meaning each person contributes a challah, this is the Gemara in Eruv in Adaf Meim Aleph, each person contributes a challah and puts it in one person's home within the building, then it's as if they're all considered to be living in that bu- that one apartment, either Eruv Mishum Dira or Eruv Mishum kinyan. It's as if everyone has a uh, partial ownership of that apartment, it's as if we're all living in that one apartment and therefore... It, it's permitted to carry into the hallways because it's as if we're all a one big uh, family that's living in one apartment. Because we all store a challah in that one apartment, it's as if we all live there. Since it's as if we all live there, so right, the Gemara quotes in the name of Shmuel, the house that and say said, He doesn't have to contribute a challah. The house where the heir is stored, he certainly doesn't have to contribute a challah, it's his house, he really lives there. Everyone else who's only symbolically living there has to contribute a challah. Of course, it's a pain to collect challahs from all of the members, the people who live within the apartment building. But uh, it says in the Shulchan Aruch, if the one person buys a box of matzahs, which is enough challah for all of the people in the apartment building, and has in mind when he picks up, when he buys the box of matzahs to be mazaka to give a chilek of ownership in the box of matzahs to all of the Shem that live in the building, and that will move in in the foreseeable future, so then uh, it's as if uh, they all have a chilek, as if they all contributed to this box of matzahs, and if it's stored in one person's apartment, <coughs> so that would constitute an error, and it's as if we're all living there, or have a partial ownership in that apartment, and therefore we do not prohibit one another from carrying in the, in the hallways. The Gemara, though, quotes in the name of Shmuel, this is an important halacha, that ha-makbet al eino eruv since the box of matzahs really belongs to everybody, and we all have a partial ownership in it, and that is considered as if we're all living there, so everyone has to have uh, access to that box of matzahs, certainly, therefore, we have to know where it is, and we have to have continual access to it throughout Shabbos. That's why if a person who's housing the box of matzahs is not going to be there for Shabbos, he should really give a key or something to the super or someone else to make sure that people throughout Shabbos have access to that box of matzahs, because it's as if it belongs to all of us. If it's mine, I should really have access to it, and everyone should be aware of, uh, of where it's being stored. It's like they don't even know about it. That's a problem. People should be made aware of it. I mean, they, even if they don't know, it's definitely a have a fun of, right. but uh, <laughs> they should be made aware that if you ever get stuck, we have matzahs for you, you know, for Shabbos, and they feel free, and re- they re- should re- feel free to come <laughs> and take it. In every city, I mean, you can't yeah. possibly know where it's about to every, every, every. Of course city. you can. It should be made... Uh, yeah, they, In the olden days, they used to keep it in the shul. It says in the Shulchan Aruch, you really shouldn't keep it in the shul, because it really is as if we're all living in that one apartment. In the shul, no one lives in the shul. It's not a base dira. It's a chatzar. You can't store the of it says in the Shulchan Aruch, in the chatzar. It's where all live in the courtyard. It makes That, uh, that uh, doesn't make sense. So therefore, it has to be kept in a base dira. Nonetheless, Ramas says, the minute always was to keep the air for the bigger community of in a shul. Why? Because uh, they considered that as if it was a communal-based dira. It was like a, a lodging for anybody who didn't have a place to stay. But in our context, it wouldn't make, uh, would make too much sense. That's why usually the Arab is not kept in the shul. The Arab is kept in someone's private home. But it should be made uh, clear who, who's, uh, who is housing the Arab. Was this part of Shlomo Meloch's? Uh, yes, this dispensation was part of the ezer Yeah, that's what it means. He was the Saqan Erevin. <laughs> this wasn't a later kunz. No, he made, no, he made the issue, and then he made the the heter. But now, once you have two Jews living in the building, or certainly in a communal area, if you have two ju- two Jews living in that communal area, and you have Nachri amongst them, so now the Nachri cannot be part of our area. It can't be as if he's living in the same apartment as us. So the Gemara says back on Oizdalid, Samach Al of the last line that you have to be soichei reshus from the Nachri. You have to rent from the Nachri reshus. Uh, to use his apartment on Shabbos, I know he's going to say no way he's going to agree to that. But the Gemara says you don't have to rent shirus b'riah. It could even be a shirus ruah, even if it's just for religious purposes. I rent rishus from your apartment for religious purposes. Uh, so then his uh, access to the chutzner now becomes mine. I have access to. Th- I, I really own his apartment. I rented it for religious purposes. So now his access to the chutzner. It doesn't aser on me from carrying into the communal uh, areas. It's not as if I'm carrying into his Rishus Ayyak, as if I'm carrying into my own, because I really own his apartment for religious purposes. Now, that, of course, is also very difficult. You're going to go to every single Nakhri in the apartment building, every single Nachri in the, in the Eruv, and rent Rishus from them. So the Gemara says you could rent not only from the Nachri directly, but from Shiro ulakitoi, from his butler who has access to his home. Since the butler has access to his home, I could rent from the butler. So as an extension of that, it says in Shochan Aruch, you could rent from the Meishel Ha'ir, from the ruler over that, let's say, little village, because he could uh, unilaterally, at will, take over anybody's house in the neighborhood, in the village, and therefore he has access to all of them. So I can rent from the Meishel Ha'ir, to use all of the homes in the neighborhood for religious purposes, and now it's as if uh, it's my Jesus Ha'regel, not theirs. It's my access to the Chatzar, it's not theirs. Okay, but that, so that's what it says in the Shulchan Aruch, but the Bira Halach on the side, in the Mishnaburah, quotes from the Chacham Tzvi, so that was true, perhaps, in antiquity, when there was a Maisho Ha'ir, who unilaterally could take over anybody's home whenever they wanted. But once you have uh, more, you know, modern types of governments, where no one has unilateral access at will to take over anybody's house, you know, all by themselves, so then the Chacham Tzvi says this to really doesn't... Uh, doesn't uh, <laughs> seem to operate, it doesn't make sense. Nonetheless, there are more quotes in the name of the Rivash. What you can do is rent from the Sarha'ir who has Rishos to use the streets of the city. Because even nowadays, the chief of police or in an apartment building, the super has the right to close any street or any hallway whenever they uh, choose. So therefore, he really is, uh, has access to the, not, not the Nachrim's apartment, but he has access to their uh, rights to use the hallway. He's in charge of their rights to use the hallway, because he could shut down the streets or the hallways whenever he wants. So therefore, what we can do, says the Rivash, and it's quoted by the Ramah, is rent from the chief of police, or from the super, the rights of all of the Nachrim to use the hallway for religious purposes. So if you want to make an of in the apartment, not only do you have to have a box of masses, which was picked up, Initially, when it was bought, having in mind all of the people in the apartment building, but you also have to rent from the super the rights to use the hallway for religious purposes, and now the Nachrim uh, don't ask around the hallway. You can't, though, carry into the house of the Nachri, unless you're going to rent from the Nachri himself. So therefore, even if, let's say, you have a big community, Erev... And that big community Eruv, even though it's one big, happy Rishus HaYochit, you have to have an Eruv of so you can't carry from one Rishus HaYochit to another Rishus HaYochit. So you have one Eruv of as if we're all living in that one house. But you're going to have to rent Rishus from the Nachrim for the streets of the city. So you go to the chief of police and you rent the streets of the city for religious purposes. At the same time, you can't carry into the house of the Nachri. So, so too, if you have a big Eruv, which has apartment buildings inside, the chief of police really can't come unilaterally at will into each apartment building. So, even if you have a big air, air roof, which encompasses a whole neighborhood, each apartment building should really be from the superintendent of that apartment building because the chief of police can't come into the apartment buildings. He can come into close the streets of the city, but not the apartment building. You have to be from each uh, individual super uh, within, each, uh, within, each, uh, within each building. Okay, that's the basic. It does not encompass. Because you can't carry into the house of the Nuchri, you're not renting the Shus of the house of the Nuchri. You're renting his access to the streets of the city. But that doesn't help for the inside of an apartment building. The chief of police has no rights to close the hallways of an apartment building, only the superintendent. Uh, uh, yeah. Right. Does that encompass the, the, these areas? Or, or, no not at all. No. You can't carry into the house so of the so Nukhri. So an, so an an apartment police building police. is similar to the house of the Nuhri. If I have a private home, you have a private home, and we have a big Erev, we still can't carry, even if we build walls around the entire city, we still can't carry from my home into your home, or from my home into the Chatsa, because you have access to the Chatsa as so if i carrying into your home. So if you rent the streets from the chief of police, how do you get your yeah. stuff out of your apartment building, which is its own Chatsa that you... Right. You have to rent or just can from the, you super? the super. Yeah. Oh, <coughs> <coughs> well, you can carry from chatzah to chatzah. Now it's as if we all... Uh... Ah, you're saying because we're still considered to be two separate roshuyos. No, yeah, no, no. The box of matzahs could work for the whole area. But in order for serious <laughs> Rishus, you can't rent just Rishus from the chief of police. You have to rent Rishus yeah. from each super as well, because the chief of police... Yeah, but still one box of matzahs would suffice. The size of box of matzahs, you have to have a negotiation? Of like course. With the guy? Yeah, the yes. yes. Yeah. Not just the box of matzahs? Yes. Yeah. You have to go to the super and rent, to give him uh, $5 and rent... Permission to use the hallways of the building for religious purposes. Yeah, but Rosh Hashanah said have to do it like every five years. Okay, you have to redo it, yeah. not yeah, just a box of boxes. Two activities. No, no, no. You're just Okay. So let's get to this. Okay, Rabbi, One second. So let's move over. That's the basic halacha, the Iser of Shlom HaMilch and the taqan of Erev Chaitzeros. However, let's move over now to the context of a hotel. So what should be in a hotel? Let's say we're all there for Shabbos as part of a Shavar as a part of an Ufruf. So no one is there on a permanent uh, basis. So in order to Aser, you have to be uh, there on a permanent basis. Even though that's generally the halacha, that's only, as the Ramah told us, if there is one permanent resident. Where was that? In Hay. That's only if there's a permanent resident who resides in the premises, so everyone else who's temporary doesn't prohibit him from carrying into the communal areas. But if everyone who is living there is only there on a temporary basis, we would prohibit one another from carrying into the communal areas. So even though we're just there for Shabbos in the hotel, as long as no one lives in the hotel on a permanent basis, which is generally not the case, so then uh, we would prohibit one another from carrying into the uh, hallways of the hotel. At the same time, if we're all eating together... In one dining room, so then perhaps uh, it's as if we're all living together in the dining room. The Gemara tells us in Seftes and and Bezim, it's what's considered to be your primary place of residence, the place where you sleep or the place where you eat. Makum Lina or Makam Pita. And we Paskin, like Rob, that it's Makam <coughs> Pita The place where you eat is considered to be your primary place of residence. So if, it's therefore Raised Arachashochan, even if you have many Balabatim. Who each one is staying in their own uh, hotel room. And everyone is temporary residents. So we do prohibit one another from carrying to the communal areas. It's as if I'm carrying from my Rishus Ayachid into your Rishus Nonetheless, if we all eat together in one uh, dining room, it's as if we're all staying in the dining room and uh, we only have one residence here. It's as if everyone is sleeping, camping out in the dining room. And therefore, no Erev Chatzeros, no Schirus Rishus would be required because there's only one, uh, one residence. Here, even though says Aruch HaShulchan, sometimes I might snack in my room or we might put up a mechitza uh, for uh, purposes of privacy, it doesn't matter as long as we're generally eating in the same dining room. Um, we would not ask one another, no schirus would be required. However, let's say you have like some that's if you have a sheveh brachis. so you have an ufro, if everybody wants to, uh, you know, wants to eat together, that's the whole purpose of going away. But let's say you have a seminar, you know, one of these yamim them away in a hotel. Or you have, uh, where people are eating in different dining rooms. So, or not everybody fits in one dining room, they're eating in separate dining rooms. Or, let's say some people uh, are not part of, you have a Shema staying in the hotel, it's more common in Eretz Israel, Shema staying in the hotel who's not part of our group. And he's not, uh, in America it's less common. You go away to a hotel for a uh, the likelihood of another Shay Shabbos staying in the hotel is unlikely. Or well, even if you're there for a seminar, it's, it's, uh, it's unlikely. But in Eretzschel, it's more common. You definitely could have it. Or over here, let's say you have uh, people who are eating in separate dining rooms. Private or they rooms. eat in their room, huh? Yeah. Private center. Right. Or even if people would prefer to eat in their room. You have, let's say, the uh, socially recluse amongst us. If you would prefer not to eat in the dining room, you would rather eat in your room. And if they would bring the food to your room, you would be very happy. So then, uh, your primary residence is considered to be your room. That's what it says in the Beer Halacha. If you have Talmudim. That they would stay in a dormitory, but they would eat by private people's homes. So normally it should be that their primary residence is where they eat. But if everybody is aware, and it's generally assumed that people would be happier if they would bring the food to the dormitory, meaning the only reason the Bochum schlep out to the cafeteria is because they don't bring the food, no room service in yeshivas, no yeshivas introduced that yet. But if they would bring room service to the dorms, no one would leave the dormitory. So then their primary residence is where they sleep. So if that's the case, if you have a seminar, let's say, where some people would prefer if they would bring room service to the room, so then even if they are compelled to eat in the dining room because they don't have that option... But they would prefer it if they would bring it to the room, so then that's considered to be their primary residence. And now uh, we would have a situation where you have different Roshuya Tayochit, and everyone would prohibit it to one another from carrying into the other Roshuya, or carrying into the communal areas. Well, what determines the, what the that? I mean, most hotels, breakfast is eaten. No, so it has to be the Sharach Hashokhan writes the main Shabbos meals. You know, the main meals of the day supper, lunch, <laughs> breakfast is. Uh, who cares? Uh, the if they, third have, if they don't offer any such option and 100% of the people wind up being in the same space, you still have to take into account what somebody has in their mind? Yes. If you, so you prefer- know what everybody has in their mind, so then you can never do this. Uh, you can always have somebody who prefers to eat in the room. Probably. So not, is, not, at so so not at a Sheva breakfast. Not so at a time breakfast. Not at an ufruf. That's the only time it's, so yeah. it's going yeah, to be. Yeah, but if you have a seminar where some people <laughs> would prefer to eat in their room, or if you have people who are not who are actually eating in a separate dining room, most of these uh, yomtiv getaways have people eating in private dining rooms. It's an amenity that they offer. So then, uh, you wouldn't have this heter. It's only if everyone is there for a Chevy everyone is there for a school shabbat, everyone is there, something like that, then you'd have this heter. Even if people are eating, though, in separate dining rooms, but all of the food is coming from one source, from one caterer, so then... It could be that all of their food itself constitutes the eruv. Again, an eruv is, uh, we all contribute to a box of matzahs, it's considered as owned by all of us, as if we're all living there, even though we really have private residences, that uh, it's, it's as if symbolically we're all living there. Let's say everyone's eating from mamish, the same caterer, the same food, we're all going to eat from the same uh, challah rolls, we might be eating in separate dining rooms, I might have preferred if they brought it to my room. But the we're all eating from the same food, so that itself can serve as an Eir of Chatseros. At the same time, if that's what you're relying on, you'd have to be seycher Rishus from the Nachri, from the manager of the hotel, to use the hallways and the communal areas, the lobby of the hotel for religious <coughs> purposes. So if you have a seminar, you know, where uh, Shabbaton, where people are staying in a hotel and, but, uh, they're not all eating the same <coughs> dining room, but they're all eating from the same food, so then that would be an Eir of Chatseros, that's true, but you'd have to be seycher Rishus from the manager uh, for the hallways or for the lobby. In Eretz Yisrael, though, a lot of times you won't even have that. See, we go away to a hotel, even if you have private dining rooms, or people would prefer that they eat in the room, but there's no people in the hotel that are not part of our group. In Eretz Yisrael, it's much more common to have uh, people in a hotel who are not part of our group. They're, they're making Shabbos on their own, in which case it's no different than any other apartment building, perhaps, where you'd have to make a regular Erev Chatz and be from the manager. <coughs> That's why in Eretz Yisrael, people are more have a greater tendency to make a ruvichaterus in a hotel because a lot of times you have other Jews staying in the hotel in America. In Kutzlaris, it's much much less common. At the same time, even though this is what uh, perhaps uh, should have been, there are uh, two controversial issues which, uh, if you put the two together, perhaps uh, give us legitimate grounds not to have to make an Eretz Chatzeris in a hotel or to be seychur uh, from the manager. And that is because the mishnah tells us in this Erevin that if you have many brothers, each who has their own, or children, each one who has their own home, they eat there, they sleep there, but they're all they all either get food from the father's home every Friday, or they're supported by the father, they don't <coughs> on one another to carry, if they're, you know, a self-contained the family building, they wouldn't on one another to carry into the hallways of the building. Similarly, even if not everybody's part of the same family, that they don't, since they're all they don't answer on one another, Taizwiss writes, if I take a guest, a tenant, into my home, an attic apartment, a basement apartment, writes Taizwiss, everyone uses the house for the other, uh, uh, they cook there, or they, they, they use other uh, parts of the home. And the owner never had in mind when he rented them this uh, apartment, or he gave them this apartment, that they should answer on him, that wasn't part of his judgment. And he could remove them, evict them, uh, you know, at a moment's notice, so therefore they don't ask on the balabai. So you used to have yeshiva bochrim, says Teis or a cipher staying in someone's home. He would give them a room to stay in the home, even though he's eating there and he's sleeping there. I never had in mind when I gave him the room, he was going to ask me to carry it to my own living room, or to carry it to the hallways of the building since he's using uh, my apartment, anyway, for many living activities, and I never had that in mind when I gave it to him, and I could remove him, kick him out at any moment, so therefore he doesn't answer on me from carrying into the communal areas of the building. So uh, the Bir HaLacha extrapolates from that, that any time you have uh, someone who could be evicted at a moment's notice, he could be kicked out, so he doesn't answer on uh, everyone else from carrying in the communal areas of the building. Right, the Bir HaLacha, Hechi so then um, he wouldn't answer on everybody else I'm carrying in the communal areas of the building. <laughs> so so too, perhaps one could make that argument in a, in a hospital, let's say. You have a patients in a hospital, there could be many Jewish patients in a hospital, and each one has their own room, or you could have a hotel where uh, you know everyone has their own room. And let's say we're not all eating together, everyone's eating in private dining rooms, or you have people that are not part of our party at all. So perhaps we should have asked one another from carrying the communal areas. Nonetheless, one could argue based on this beer halacha that since the manager of the hotel could kick us out at any moment, or the management of the hospital could kick people out of the hospital at any moment, so then uh, we should not ask one another from carrying in the chateres in the communal areas. <coughs> the Chidah writes in his Trubis Chaim Sha'ol, that this is only if you could literally evict them at any moment. If I have to give you a, uh, you know, a comparable room or better. To evict you, then that's, uh, that's not really called uh, being evicted. you can't really kick them out. You can move them to another room perhaps, but you can't kick them out of the building. so that's why some were more hesitant to apply this uh, line of reasoning to a hotel to a hospital. You really can't kick people out at a moment. notice you can maybe move them to a different room, but you can't, uh, but you can't kick them out. However, uh, uh, there's a true safer called Lohirus Nossen from a Nelsonssen Gestetner. Who argues in this khidan, he says that, uh, in a hospital, you can really kick people out. The hospital could decide you have no longer any need for our services and uh, say that, you know, we're not anymore covering you. The insurance is not going to pay for you. And they could evict you. They could really evict you. They could say you don't, we don't need you anymore. Or they could transfer you to a different hospital or any hotel. This once happened to us in the middle of the night. There was a gas leak in the hotel. And they kicked us out of the hotel. I mean, that was it. Out of the hotel, They had to pay for us to go to a different hotel, but a hotel could kick you out of one hotel and move you to a different hotel. The hospital could change either move you from one hospital to another hospital, or say you no longer need our services and kick you out of the hospital. So therefore, Rav Noshin Geshtetner thinks that this uh, kulo should continue to apply in hospitals or in a uh, hotel. Nonetheless, the Chazanish disagrees with this beer Halacha. Chazanish says, come on, the precedent for this beer Halacha is Teisvis. Teisvis has three reasons why the cipher doesn't answer on the landlord's, uh, communal areas. Because he uses my home for Tashmisha Abayis. I never had this in mind when I let him stay there, and I could evict him at a moment's notice. But uh, you need all three. And ish, it has to be that the Balabais lives there. Taisa says, because now he's considered to be my guest. He's not a real resident. But uh, if the Baal doesn't live there like a hotel or a hospital, there is no Baal who lives there. You can't call my guest because I could evict him. There is no primary resident that you could call him a, a guest of the primary resident. So since the, there's no primary resident who lives in a hospital or lives in a hotel, the Chazanish was not happy uh, applying this kula of just you could evict him at a moment's notice uh, independently. So therefore they quote in the name of Chazanish that uh, a hospital a hotel, you wouldn't be able to apply this kula of the Bira Aloha. However, they quoted the name of Rabbi Yashiv that uh, he thought that the Chumar of the Chazinim shouldn't apply to hospitals. He said in a hospital you don't even have residence. You have uh, you know, the right to use the room perhaps, but you, you don't own that room. You have no claim on that room. You have a right to be treated by the hospital and they have to put you up somewhere and they decide to strip you in a room. But you have no rights to the room. So Rabbi Yashiv said you don't, you're not a resident at all. Since they could, uh, you just have the right to be treated by the hospital. So perhaps even the chum of the chazanish wouldn't apply to the hospital, but in a hotel, some uh, argue that the cool of the bir halacha shouldn't apply because it's just the fact that they could kick you out at a moment's notice alone, independently, is not enough of a reason uh, to to, to what not is require an serious chetseres. The thinks about adira, it means a house that you have. Right. tell you have no right, just like in the hospital. you have no right to any one I room. agree with you. I think you have the right to be there, so but be not right. a claim on any specific room. So you're not a resident. Right. You have a right to you're be there, but so not a resident. tell you. will tell you. are paying. Right. You're paying for the room. You are renting the room. You're you're a bus for that 24 hours. Not really, because they could the right switch to you room. to a different room. Right. You can't, you can't re-carpet the room. Can no, no, you can't. What right, can, can you do? You have a right to stay there, but you really don't have a right to stay there. They could... I, 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 my mom just knocked on her door and said, you got to get out. Yeah, and They could do this at any moment. If there's a, there a gas leak in your building, then Con Ed or... or the trees trees there, you yeah, yeah the that's true, too. They can No, not true. Not true. They can't. Not true. They cannot. You have a contract. You yeah, you have a they contract. They can't switch you to a different room? No, not without for no reason. I don't, do lot lot reason. No, I don't no think you're right. No. Been, yeah. No, they can. they can. No. Of course you they can, can. yeah. If someone's room, I paid for room 201. Is yeah. 201 you could, could decide to post a negative no, pay feedback. Pay for I don't know, that's a question. I think so. So there is, even though all we have is a B'arachah and the chazanish is Why should that make it better? Why should they give you rights to carry a bill because you're not a resident? If, well, if I'm not a resident, I don't answer on other residents from carrying in the communal areas because the hallway is not considered an attachment to my home. I have no residence. What's your place in 301? You understand? Rabbi, right, one last thing. There is another kula. Even though the Chazanish, what's that? In hotel? It's such a Shabbos weekend? You don't need. alert when I'm hearing you? According to the Biyalacha, you wouldn't because they could kick you out at any moment. I don't what? <laughs> either, besides <laughs> the B'Alocha... You <laughs> any in the room? I look it up. I'm not sure. I don't think so. But either way, there's another kula, and that's what it was being mentioned before. Even if you'll reject the application of the B'Alocha to the hotel setting, but uh, the Gemara tells us in this Erevin over here, Pei Heya that if the balabais says has a Tfisa yard. Has the right to place items in each apartment. That's considered as if everyone is a guest by the balabai, since he has the right to store stuff in your apartment, and you do not prohibit, you do not asser on the communal areas, because again, you're not a resident. You really are just a guest of the balabai. Therefore, the chutz is not considered as an attachment to your residence. You don't have a residence. Everyone just is um, a guest of the balabai. So if he has the right to store items in your apartment, the chazanish, based on this, many argued that uh, that if the but Moshe writes in the Tshuva that if the balabais has the right or the obligation to provide me with a refrigerator, with an oven in my apartment that belongs to the balabais, that's considered to be a tefisah yad in my apartment. He has the right to store items there, and uh, therefore we'd all be considered to be guests of the balabais. And in every apartment building, where well, that's the case, where the balabais R- has a rental, rental building, rental. but some rental buildings, I could replace the oven, I could replace the refrigerator. So you have to determine that every apartment actually has. A refrigerator or an oven that belongs to the baal Bais. But if that, in fact, is the case, that everybody has um, appliances that belong to the baal Bais, which cannot be moved on Shabbos, he can't store a paper cup. But if he has appliances which can't be moved on Shabbos, that's considered to be his residence, and we're all guests of the baal Bais. and therefore a merchant set said in apartment buildings. Where that's the case, you don't need uh, you don't need an of Chatzeros. The chazanish disagreed for two reasons. Number one, he says, we're all guests of the Balabais. That means the Balabais, again, has to live in the apartment building. The said, said even if the Balabais doesn't live there. Chazidish argues he has to live there. But even more than that, the Dvarav Ram, the Kovnerov, argued that, uh, if the Balabais can store stuff in my house against my will, here he has to, you know, I'm, I don't agree. Here he's providing me with services, with amenities, with a refrigerator, with an oven. That's for my benefit. If I didn't want it, I could ask him to remove it. So since it's only for my benefit, that's not considered to be as if it's his residence. It's my residence, and he has to provide me with certain uh, utilities, with certain um, appliances. So therefore the Dwarav Ram Avram uh, disagreed, and he said in an apartment building, even if you have a refrigerator and an oven, uh, you would require an air of chatzer. So Moshe, though, said, even if you're not going to listen to me, I don't know where Moshe does this in other places. Moshe says, even if you're not going to listen to me and make an air of chatzer, in an apartment building where every appliances appliance is applied, supplied by the Baal don't make a bracha. So the Maisha said he thinks he's right so much that if you're going to be Ma'achmer against him, you should be cheshish the brochas and not make a brocha. But we have Rabasher to rely on in the hotels as well. The hotel, the, certainly the Balabayas has many uh, appliances and other items in the hotel which cannot be moved on Shabbos in each hotel room, and therefore according to Rabasher you wouldn't require an Erev Chatzeros. So I think we could put that together with the cool of the beer HaLacha that he could remove you at a moment's notice, perhaps. And yeah, so uh, therefore, you the should not require... Hotel, hotel is gardens, for example. Let's yeah, and therefore, is. we should not require an Erev Chatzeros in a hotel, so, Well, Let's say that property has gardens around the right. So you'd be yeah, able to move around. about... Right. that you're just, Yeah, not, it's just as a long as it's walled in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a fenced in. he's got a property he's got a lake on it Whatever. He, yeah, lots of people he of properties, but that are not walled in. have properties it's got to be walled in it has to be walled in it has to be fenced, it to be fenced on. in it has to be if it it it's just arrived when you're back to the Yisrael right. so that's a separate so it issue be, it, has be, it has to be walled in okay, okay. So but you you I think in be, Eretz Yisrael these guys you still have to make yeah. a around this property yeah. Yeah. in Eretz Yisrael it's much more common for people to make Eretz Yisrael in a hotel number one because there are lots of times even if you have a seminar again a Sheber Brochus a lot of times you have other Shabbos staying in the hotel they're not eating together with us but even more than that, again, they're not haishish for the kulas of Ramesha so much. Uh, yeah, yeah. In uh, Eretz Yisrael, And are more sympathetic to the opinions of the Chazanish. So that's why in Eretz Yisrael it's much more common. But in America, I think that there's a uh, chutzlar, it's in the, the land of Ramesha. I think it's much, uh, there's a lot more to rely on in terms of not making an Eretz yeah. particularly if you're there with a group that's all eating together, not to require an Eretz Yisrael in Well, right? Also, you need an Eretz yes, But I, I think I want to Koa. no one really owns it.